has his say, you can have yours. Text us or call us and join the conversation. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe, brought to you by WVU Medicine. But you got to have friends. The feelings are so strong. You got to have friends to make that day last long. I had some friends, but they're gone. Something came and took them away, and from the dust till the dawn. Here is where I'll stay. It is. 8.08 in the morning here on the Watchdog Morning Show. You are among friends. Bob Slider and I are here with you every weekday morning from 7 to 10. Hopefully you will join us from time to time. Give us whatever time you can. I always say, if you want to spend the full three hours with us, well, you're a glutton for punishment. But uh, nonetheless, uh, we enjoy that you have three hours to give to us, and we thank you for that. I know that mornings are a very busy time. You might be getting up, getting your coffee made, uh, getting off to work, getting kids off to, well, probably camp here in the summertime or something like that. But um, whatever time you can give us, we, we appreciate it. And remember, if you want to be part of the show, call us, 304-232-8255. That is the Frio Stack Auction Service Hotline. Uh, or you can text us at 304-214-1600, the Frio Stack Auction Service Text Line. Uh, let's see. Our News Nation special, Sunday at 9 p.m., We Are Not Alone. The UFO whistleblower will be on the show. Do we get News Nation on our Comcast channels? It is a Nexstar product. I mean, the, the parent company of Channel 7 owns ne uh, News Nation, but I don't know that we get it. Uh, that wouldn't be something I would watch, so I'm not sure. Um, if anybody knows, you're welcome to text me, 304 214 uh, 1600 happy to hear that um, uh, anything else here off the text line uh, okay all right uh, 68 degrees pretty much across the board 68 at the highlands uh, I'm sorry 68 at the Wheeling Ohio County Airport 68 at the highlands 68 in Elm Grove and 68 here at the Robinson Auto Group Studios downtown Wheeling in the heart of the Ohio Valley uh, Bob we've ask about this in the past if we are we the public get a chance to look at the new police headquarters and there's going to be public tours of the new police headquarters down there in center wheeling in the old valley professional building used to be an obmc building uh next uh, next next wednesday is the 12th right this coming wednesday yeah because today's the 7th so this coming wednesday at 4 p.m uh at uh, the wheeling the new wheeling police headquarters now i need to say you cannot wander through the building. I heard Bob Heron mentioning this. It's not going to be like, just get in and wander around and do what you want to do. Uh, it'll be escorted tours through the building because it is a public safety building. And, you know, they want to. Are you going down, Howard? Yeah, I think I would like to. You know, I really would love to see the new building. So I have to think about that. I'm, I'm thinking I might. It's open to anybody. You want to come down and, uh, you know, look around. Uh, community members, that's fine. City council and city administration, police staff, they'll all be there for, uh, uh, for your for your edification, so um, check that out. Want to take some uh, promo pictures? Maybe have them put you behind bars for a little yeah, bit. No, put that sad no, look on your no, face, Howard. Take a couple no, uh, selfies. To, no, no, I don't even. I don't even want those pictures. For I don't even want funny pictures <laughs> of me behind. Uh, That's why I don't think I'm going down, yeah, Howard. I think I'm just gonna yeah. take your word for it. You know, I have a good relationship with the chief and everybody there. But what I don't want is someone to say, "Oh, wait a minute, isn't he?" Uh, <laughs> Isn't there some reason we want to get him put in behind bars? So, uh, no, I think I would. If you don't mind, I think I probably will just will just not do that. Um, which made me think of something. Oh, I have been. I have a picture of me behind bars one time. Bill Bryson took it. We were at uh, some old Western event out in the West on one of our trips, and I was in the jail. You know, got a picture of that. Close to everyone to come. Well, sadly, it's not the close I've ever come, but let's just <laughs> let's I'll leave it at that. Art. I'm going to leave it at that. 304-214-1600, uh, the text line. Uh, News Nation is on 178 Comcast in Wheeling. Okay. There you go. I will check that out. So Comcast 178. Thank you very much. I did not know that. There was something else I saw about News Nation on Channel 7 last night. And my wife even said, do we get that? I'd like to watch that. And I, I didn't know. So, yes, uh, Channel 178. A second texter says, yes, Comcast carries News Nation Channel 178. So thank you 
Thank you for that. 8.12 in the morning here on the Watchdog Morning Show. We have, um, I think, fairly criticized Governor Justice for a variety of different things. We perpetually talk about the fact that he has a lot of um, unpaid loans. Uh, Credit Suisse and uh, Carter Bank and others are suing him for huge multi-million dollars in back payments. Uh, there are uh, actions pending against him for uh, unpaid taxes, and it, not against him. Well, in some cases, yes, against him, but in other cases, against his companies for unpaid taxes and unpaid fines. Um, the numbers are fairly large. We know just a, what, a couple of weeks ago, some of the Jim Justice properties uh, went up for auction uh, because he didn't pay the property taxes. I think the total of 100 properties went up for $75,000. I said then, I'll say now, I don't understand wouldn't it have been better to pay seven? I mean, I get when you got $300 million you owe to Credit Suisse, you got to, all right, that's not, you can't just stroke a check on that. If you owe $75,000 for property taxes, wouldn't it be worth just writing that check to not have the publicity of your property being auctioned off? And that's mind boggling. And, and either yesterday or the day before, he was explaining <laughs> to everyone out there exactly what a billion is. And he was saying, that's a thousand million. Yeah, you know, that he, was, I found that really interesting. He was going, man, Governor, maybe you shouldn't go there because remember, you used to say you used that to you were a billionaire. Well, you, you used to know what a billion yeah, was. Yeah. So sometimes I just, I, I just wonder, I wonder if the, if the, whoever was, behind him we we assumed that like they were from new york or philadelphia wonder if they maybe didn't get paid howard and they're not helping the governor anymore <laughs> well, that's yeah wait a minute We're, he owes us money now too someone said on hoppy show yesterday and i have felt that this is a real possibility the reason that this doesn't stick so much to justice is because an awful lot of people get behind in paying their taxes or get behind in paying their you know uh, in, in loan payments now, we don't get $300 million behind, but it is something that happens to many, many people. The average person has understands it, so it doesn't seem so horrible because they've gone through it. Yeah, but I, again, Howard, I had no idea who Jim Justice was way back in the beginning of, of, of him throwing his hat in the ring. I, you know, I knew I could, I could okay, the Greenbrier. I, I associated with him. I knew he was a big man. I knew he was involved with girls' basketball. But early in the game – People pointed out that he was slow pay across the board. He didn't want to pay anybody. He didn't want to pay his taxes. He didn't want to pay work that he had done. He didn't want to pay the workers that he, you know, it, it just was. And I remember that. And I'm I, what I remember thinking was, okay, if I'm this guy's PR guy, you got to get that cleared up before you start running for any kind of office. And not only did he clear, didn't clear it up, Howard, it got a hell of a lot worse. Oh, it's gotten ten times worse, absolutely. And you're right. From the very beginning, this was well known. Uh, I mean, it was – who did he run against when he was first elected? That was – let me see. That's when he was an actual Democrat, right? Right. So, oh, he ran <laughs> against um, – um, I like the guy. Um, anyway, I forget who uh, – I'm sorry, I can't think of his name. The, he has a business um, – ah, well, anyway – uh, you know, yeah, that issue was brought up during the, the first campaign. And again, the public kind of went, eh, you know, eh, and, and that's the way it's been ever since. Now, in the interest of fairness, if we're going to pick on jo Jim Justice for having unpaid taxes, in the interest of fairness, NBC News had a story yesterday. Tax records show Joe Manchin has been late on payments in recent years repeatedly. Um, Senator Joe Manchin has repeatedly been late to pay to this from NBC News, has been repeatedly late to pay taxes on personal property items and real estate records reviewed by NBC News show. Just last week, Manchin paid off $700 he owed to Marion County, West Virginia, Fairmont area, in back taxes accrued over the past three years on a pontoon boat that he has. In 2020, he made $630 in back tax payments to the county for taxes he owed on cars, boats, and trailers. Uh, a Manchin spokesperson said, like most West Virginians, Senator Manchin has always paid every tax bill he's received in full, and any lapse in payment has quickly been rectified as soon as he's been made aware. And certainly I will take a look at these $700, $630. It's not, again, the multi-millions of dollars that Justice owes in, in, uh, to some of the banks. Uh, but if we're going to, you know, if we're going to take note of Jim Justice not paying taxes, 
it's fair to say that, that Manchin apparently didn't either. But he says, as soon as he found out about it, he did pay him. Well, help me here, Howard, because <clears throat> isn't the whole concept of putting your name in the paper kind of like shaming you where you don't want that? You don't want your neighbors or other people knowing that, man, I'm delinquent on my taxes here. Yeah, exactly. You know, isn't that the whole idea where they put it out there? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I guess there's no shame anymore. I, I mean, I know there's circumstances where everybody gets behind. Believe me, I'm not saying anything uh, other than that. Yes, we all have fallen on bad times and we've all gotten behind on our, our taxes. But these guys got tons of money. And sometimes, literally, but it doesn't, it's, it's no excuse. Literally, you forget. I mean, you literally forget. Uh, remember my family, in the last round when they published the paper, my wife is the kind who, as soon as it comes out, she goes through it line by line by line by line. Who do I know? Who do I know? Who do I know? Came across a family member. She said, oh, you didn't pay. He said, what? I didn't pay my taxes. And he went, oh, my Lord, I forgot. Sometimes she's just forgetting. So I, I'm not going to jump up and down on Joe Manchin on this, but NBC News does say that he has been late in tax payments repeatedly over the past several years, and that is fair uh, to put out, you know, because we've been criticizing um, justice for it as well. Now, good news for Jim Justice in the poll that came out yesterday, and we'll talk about that. And so Alex Mooney... Alex Mooney was talking about Donald Trump yesterday. And he said, well, I'll tell you what he said coming up here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Good morning. I'm Rebecca Little with a look at your headlines for this Friday, July 7th. Lawyers representing female law enforcement who attended the West Virginia State Police Academy say they're ready for the next phase in this process that will allow their investigation to go deeper. Attorney Teresa Torreseva says she expects for hundreds of lawsuits to be filed on behalf of women who attended the West Virginia State Police Academy. According to court documents, a current employee at the West Virginia State Police who regularly used the female locker room is known to be videotaped on hidden cameras. As these women demand answers, Governor Jim Justice says he backs the new leadership put in place months ago and believes changes to the academy are happening. And Thursday evening, 7 News heard back from the West Virginia State Police. Major Jim Mitchell's email reads, quote, I can confirm that changes are being made at the Academy. I will be able to release more on this soon. I cannot comment on any investigations or pending litigations, end quote. You can stay with 7 News and WTRAP.com for continued updates. Meanwhile, Belmont County authorities are investigating a rape allegation. The rape allegedly happened last weekend in the St. Clairsville area. Officials say that more than one person can be accused of rape. Detectives are currently working on the case and say the investigation is in its early stages. Authorities say they would not be providing any other information at this time. And the 2023 Undo's Upper Ohio Valley Italian Heritage Festival is quickly approaching. And with only a few weeks left before opening day, the board got together to make sure things are coming together for their 40th anniversary. One main focus of the festival is the live entertainment. And on Wednesday, Donnie Iris unfortunately had to cancel his performance at this year's festival due to health reasons. In his place, it will be the Skyliners, a nationally known doo-wop band from Pittsburgh. And that was a look at your headlines. I'm Rebecca Little, working for you. Have a nice weekend, everybody. Oh, there's something so real about living local. And I know without a doubt I'm not alone. And I love hottest party the circus saints and sinners party on the plaza presented by panhandle cleaning and restoration the fun happens saturday july 8th at the plaza on market in downtown Wheeling. enjoy food trucks beer and wine and all day live music starring cleveland's number one party band the players club and pittsburgh party powerhouse jukebox get tickets at partyontheplaza.org the coffee is brewed phone lines are open and the morning team is ready to roll. From the Robinson Auto Group Studios, this is the Watchdog Morning Show.
with Howard Monroe. Celebrating the 83rd birthday of Ringo Starr, 83 years old. You know, I remember when I was a kid and he was a kid and they were just the young boys from Liverpool and now 83 years old. But I'm going to tell you, Bob, listening to some of his music, we talked about this earlier, Ringo was always kind of the drummer in the background, kind of the odd man out, you know. He just sat back there and boom, 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 played his drums. Well, played them well, but he was really a good, I mean, he's really good. His music is good. Yeah, not, not too bad at all. Again, I didn't have a hard time uh, uh, coming up with that stuff. And, and I didn't know this, Howard. Maybe, maybe you did. Um, I, I read that every Beatle album they tried to give him one track, one track only, but but he got one. Yeah. So uh, you'd have to go back and find them. Now I stayed away because we have played uh, b- before. Uh, get by with a little help from my friends. That was Ringo Starr. Ringo sang lead on that one. That right. was probably the most famous of the Beatles tunes. Would Would you agree that he sang yeah, with lead him on? on it? Yep, absolutely. Yeah. So we did not play that today. So we, I tried to find other things that we haven't. But you're right. It just, it's a unique sound, and I, I kind of like it. Yep. 71 degrees, Wheeling, Ohio County. Air, temperature moving up. 71 at the airport, 71 at the Highland, 72 in Elm Grove. What do you have here, Bob? Right at 70. 70 degrees here at the Robinson Otter Group Studios, downtown Wheeling, in the heart of the Ohio Valley. Hoppy talked about this poll on Statewide Talk Line yesterday. It was done by Orion Strategies for the West Virginia Chamber of Commerce, taking a look at some of the key Republican races coming up. Now, as Orion Strategies uh, officials pointed out on the air yesterday on Hoppy Show, they did the Republican races because, uh, well, there are no Democrat races. <laughs> Just in, in the major races, they, we got the no D's out there. Come on, Mike Pushkin, you got to get something going here, pal. Um, but so the poll was on the Senate race, the governor's race, the attorney general's race. And some interesting things. Uh, Bob, I don't think either you or I are surprised. According to this poll, Jim Justice, ahead of Alex Mooney in the Republican primary for the U.S. Senate, 56% for Justice, 19% for Alex Mooney. I heard that this morning, Howard, and it certainly put a smile on my face. And then it put another smile on my face because I thought, man, when Mooney heard those numbers this morning, he had to kick somebody. Let's add into that. 16% say they're unsure. Let's give them all to Mooney. Okay. You can have them. Let's give them all to Mooney. They're probably from uh, Maryland like you anyway. You can have them. And another 9% said they would favor some other candidate. But let's say they changed their mind for Still Mooney. Still not too. even close. All right. So we've got 19%, 16%. That takes us to 35%. Add 9%. Now we're at 44%. You still got – if all of the – Unsures break for Mooney, which never happens. But they all break. It's still 56% to 44%. If you can convince some of your buddies from Maryland to come to West Virginia and vote for you, it's still not going to work. It's, you may have to recruit from Maryland. That's exactly right. So uh, that's all. It's not surprising. I mean, it's what we've been saying all along. Unless, unless some of these stories that we've been talking about the governor take hold and begin to resonate more, Unless the public begins to think not so much about how much he owes the banks and how much he owes the governments and taxes, but how much those are the non-payments are affecting his employees and the miners and so on. I mean, justice right now is just the just the, the runaway favorite. Now, apparently, Alex Mooney has a secret plan for success. Convict Donald Trump. Convict him. Alex Mooney yesterday said that a conviction, now mind you, he's indicted, federal indictments. Mooney said a conviction, i.e. becoming a federal criminal, would make Trump more electable. 
and he would therefore be happy to have the federal criminal Donald Trump endorse him. It's a weird way of looking at things, you know? wonder how Mr. Trump thinks about that. Yeah, I'm thinking that. He may be saying, you know, I was thinking about you, Alex, but I'm over there for J.J. now. You want me convicted? You want me convicted? I would certainly welcome his support and endorsement, Mooney said about Trump. I've endorsed him, and a conviction would make him more electable and would help me more. So he wants him convicted. Wants him convicted. That's the way to get to it. Tie yourself to a federal felon. I know you're not the biggest Trump supporter out there, Howard, but I, I, I just hope that trickles down to Trump and he gets to him and says, wait a minute, this guy Mooney wants me. <laughs> he wants me convicted. He wants me to convict and go to jail because it'll help him. It'll help him? Yeah, I just don't think so. Now, the other uh, uh, race that was looked at in the West Virginia poll conducted by Orion Strategies is the race for governor. We talked yesterday with uh, Brad McElhinney at some length about this race. Um, Patrick Morrissey. Still in the lead in that, uh, kind of tied with uh, Judiciary Chairman of the House, uh, Moore Capito. Morrissey, 31%. Capito, who's the son of Shelley Moore Capito, they're at 30% in the race for governor. Um, I have said multiple times, Bob, this is, surprises me. I really thought, as a, of the Republicans, I thought Mac Warner was the guy to beat, but he comes in at 9% in the poll. Um, Again, 30%, 31 for uh, Morrissey, 30 for Capito, 9% for Mac Warner. Chris Miller, who's the auto dealer out of uh, Charleston, who really doesn't have any statewide recognition. Oh, he gets 5%. So, uh, and then J.B. McCuskey, the state auditor, is at 3%. 17% aren't sure who they're going to vote for. And uh, 5% say they're backing another candidate that's not lift, listed in the poll. So right now, Morrissey and Capito seem to be vying for the top spot in the governor's race. I'm almost as surprised with those numbers, uh, Howard, as I wasn't surprised with the other ones. I, I thought Morrissey would be way further out in front there. So, uh, and more Capito, I guess, is it the Capito name? Which I mean, is confusing. But you, you got more Capito, you got Riley Moore, you got Shelley Moore, Capito. I mean, it's, it is confusing. And here's the thing: I'm not the biggest Patrick Morrissey fan. I, I've caught I've called him a carpetbagger before, but you look at his his body of work. The, the man has actually done some things. That's what's surprising to me. I, again, I, I'm 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 not saying that he's he's got any kind of popularity like like Jim Justice. But you got to give him guys his due, don't you, Howard? He, he has not a bad job I as attorney give, general. I don't, I don't give Patrick Morrissey much due at all, but uh, but but I expected him to do better. I'll certainly concur with you on that. Um, and then just one other poll, uh, which was the race for attorney general. Uh, Mike Stewart, who is currently a state senator uh, and previously had been a U.S. attorney in the Southern District and had been uh, chair of the Democratic Party, uh, chair of the Trump campaign in West Virginia, I used to always I laugh because on a number of occasions back when Mike Stewart was just a uh, chair of the Democratic Party, Hoppy would pair Mike Stewart and I up on the show be, so we would have big debates with each other. He went on to be something big. I uh, just stayed here and <laughs> kept on doing my thing. Mike Stewart, uh, 20% in the attorney general's race for Mike Stewart. Uh, and Ryan Weld from here in the northern panhandle, 14%. So um, it's, it's clearly... Stewart is the leader. Now, Stewart himself says, um, oh, I forget how he phrased it here, uh, I'm clearly in the lead, uh, which, hey, 14%, 20%, I don't know how to say clearly, but he's in the lead. Uh, Ryan Welds, but most voters, 50% say, I don't know. So there's plenty of room for Yeah, it's a big number there. And out of all, everybody in that list, I mean, I don't know him, but I, I, I feel like I, I know him a little bit. I, I, I like Mac Warner, I, I, but I'm a little surprised, and he has to be really depressed with that number. Yeah, I, I really thought – I listen, I, the more I've read about Warner's politics, the less and less I like of him. But I, I like Mac Warner on a personal level. Uh, he is um, – I, I think in terms of being an executive and running the Secretary of State's office, he's done a good job. Now, again, I think he's Looney Tunes on the the vote was stolen and, you know, Trump's still president. Like That's that's Looney Tunes stuff. But I still, I just really thought when Warner got in the race, I thought he was going to be the man to beat uh, for governor. And we should mention uh, yesterday on statewide talk line, Steve Williams, the mayor of Huntington, uh, kind of repeated what he said before. He is seriously considering running as the Democratic nominee for governor. A formal announcement probably in a couple of weeks. 
as he prepares to mount his campaign. Uh, Hoppe said, well, how are you going to win in a red state? The only way to succeed is we don't have to be concerned about the color of the jerseys we're wearing. I guess that means we, don't, we, don't, we shouldn't look at Democrats or Republicans, but look at who's the best person. And he's right. It's not going to happen, but he's right. People are going to look at the D's and the R's. I mean, I wish him well. I think of all the names I've heard bandied about, Steve Williams is a Democrat who has a possibility uh, particularly if Morrissey is very, very far to the right, if Morrissey would be the, the candidate. Um, Williams is a much more moderate person. He has run a city. He's got uh, a good reputation there. But, again, I, I'm depressed. I mean, as a Democrat, I'm just depressed. And they're, you're, you're going to get even more depressed, Howard, because I believe it all comes down to if, if Donald Trump stays out of jail and if he's able to come to West Virginia and politic for somebody, I'm thinking it's going to be Patrick Morrissey, and then those numbers have to skyrocket. Well, yeah, down. I mean, he, and he, he, came, he supported Morrissey before in his run for U.S. Senate against Yeah, so nothing else matters. You know, again, if Trump comes to West Virginia and the, 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 the hounds aren't, you know, chasing him, I, I think Morrissey Boyne probably d- those numbers skyrocket. Although I have to say, when Trump came to support Morrissey at the rally, and you know Trump then says, you know, and I support Patrick Morrissey, and you're supposed to come up and say, thank you, Mr. Trump, I appreciate your endorsement. I hope you all vote for me. Right? That's what you do. And then you turn it back to Trump. Morrissey kept on talking and talking. You could almost see Trump in the background, like. Wrap it up there, boy. Wrap it up there, boy. And doesn't he have a label as someone that uh, Trump did support who, uh, well, didn't win? That's a good. That's a very good point. So, anyways, that poll is the first poll, uh, as Hoppy said yesterday, as the folks from Orion Strategy said on Hoppy's show yesterday. It is a snapshot in time. We are six months away from even filing deadline, let alone the actual election. But certainly at this moment, Jim Justice over Mooney by a wide margin. Uh, Morrissey and Moore Capito leading in the governor's race, and Mike Stewart a little bit over Ryan Weld in the attorney general's race. So lots to watch next year. I don't know how we're going to – I was thinking about how I'm going to do this next year, Bob. I mean, we've got the Senate race. We've got the uh, governor's race. We're going to have school board races. We're going to have city council election. We're going to have a mayor election. How i, I got to figure out how I'm going to divide up the time here on the radio show to get into all this stuff because – we're, in, we're getting into an extremely busy election year. And I intend to be covering it all right here, unless I retire. By the way, I got a text from, I got a Facebook message from someone yesterday. Maybe it's text. Howard, the, the rumor in Elm Grove is you're retiring this year. I started that rumor. Howard, I wondered so. about that. I thought, is that Slider? Is he trying to get rid of me? Wait a minute. That's what he said. The rumor in Elm Grove is that you're going to be retiring this year. I was down way because I told everybody. Okay. It's, you, can, you can take this to the bank. Howard's done. <laughs> 835-25 to the hour. Bill Bryson coming up next. How much could a cyber attack cost your business? The costs stemming from a cyber attack can vary tremendously, but are extremely significant. Recent studies have shown that the average cost of a data breach to small business can range from 100 to $1.2 million. In addition to financial loss, companies also suffer downtime, lost opportunities, and data recovery expenses that can all quickly add up. Could your organization survive a cyber incident? If you are unsure if you are doing enough to protect your data, reputation, and dollars from cyber criminals, contact the team at Omni Strategic Technologies today. Omni has the right tools and support to help keep your business protected. Call 304-242-7600 and schedule your free consultation today or visit omniperforms.com. Omni Strategic Technologies, the only cybersecurity and advisory firm that the watchdog trusts. Ready, set, go get your Toyota today. Check out Toyota's wide range of all-wheel and four-wheel drive vehicles, like a sporty Camry or a stylish Corolla, both with great MPGs. Or come in and test drive a new RAV4, Highlander, or Corolla Cross, each with plenty of cargo room, so you can be ready for any adventure. Visit buyatoyota.com, the official website for deals. Hurry, offers end April 4th. Toyota, let's go places. Along with the Ohio chapter of the International Society of Arboriculture, while you're outside, this is a great time to be on the lookout for invasive plant species like honeysuckle, poison hemlock, and even wild parsnip, which can cause severe skin blistering, so be careful. 
Invasive species can wreak all sorts of havoc, like altering the native food web, making it harder on native wildlife, altering soil chemistry, even creating a better environment for things like ticks and mosquitoes. To learn more or to find a certified arborist near you, go to treesforohio.org. That's trees, the number four, ohio.org. And now, Public Education Matters with Ohio Education Association President Scott DeMauro. As we celebrate America's Independence Day this week, we must also celebrate and advocate to protect our students' freedom to learn a full and honest history of our country. The foundation of a strong democracy is high-quality public education. Having age-appropriate conversations about the tough topics of our history will allow today's students to become strong leaders of tomorrow. Public Education Matters, brought to you by the Ohio Education Association. Rio Stack and Associates Auctioneers, Realtors, Certified Appraisers, Specializing in Antiques, Business Liquidations, Multi-Parcel Land Auctions. Frio Stack and Associates is a regional business offering the executor, attorney, agent, and other individuals the most comprehensive and technologically advanced auction and appraisal services available. For information on our service, call our office at 304-233-3168 or email frioauc at aol.com. Frio Stack and Associates sells the earth and everything. Sunshine, swimming pools, green grass, and great conversation. It's summertime, and this is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. I'm a traveling man, made a lot of stops all over the Roaming right around 71 degrees everywhere here in the upper Ohio Valley. 71 at the airport, 71 at the Highland, 72 actually at the Elm Grove Studios, and 70 here at the Robinson Auto Group Studios downtown Wheeling in the heart of the Ohio Valley. Uh, we'll have maybe some shower, a light shower or two this morning, but then skies will clear up. Not going to be a beautiful, great sunny day, but not a terrible day. Temperatures will be in the low 80s during the day today. Mr. Big Voice announcer man said... Uh, and now it's summertime in the city, or some such thing as that, talking about summertime. Which is why I don't understand, in the Monroe household, I keep hearing, have a holly jolly Christmas, or silver bells, silver bells. And then I realize my wife is watching the Hallmark Channel, where they're doing Christmas in July. And I think to myself, what kind of people do Christmas in July? Well, and then I realized... Unigloval Highway Travel is doing Christmas in July. Good morning, Jennifer. Good morning. We are one of those people. Merry Christmas in ho, July. Ho, ho, ho to you, Jennifer. <laughs> I hope you've been a good little girl this year. So far, six months in. You still have 171 in. days to go. <laughs> time to, yeah, it's a time, time to go. But you're, uh, I've often said you, people need to start thinking about their holiday planning now in order to get things on their calendar. They really do. Most of our holiday group trips that we put together will sell out before our travel show, which is in October. So come August, September, our trips start filling up, and it's so sad when someone calls in and says, we have eight people that want to go to Nashville, and it's like, we have two seats left. Like, we're, we're full. You should have so, a family lottery. Pick yes, two. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so we decided, we tried it once before, and, and it worked. So we're going to try again and do another Christmas in July event and promote all of our group trips for 2023 for the holidays, as well as we have our vendors on board doing special promotions for a two-week period. That sounds good. Now, I sang a little song earlier, Have a Holly Jolly Christmas. You're doing Have a Holly Dolly Christmas. Yes, I was going to tell you, you should switch up the words there. <laughs> yes, we have not done Pigeon Forge at Christmas time, so we are offering that this year, um, and it's three nights stay in Pigeon Forge, and you get to do Dolly Parton Stampede Dinner Attraction, which is Christmas-themed, and to up to Dolly Standards. Um, the Titanic Museum, a winery. Uh, you get to go over to Dollywood, the theme park, where they have different entertainment shows, musicals, um, as well as the lights, the trees. Everything is well-decorated. Um, go through the Great Smoky Mountains. There's another Christmas show. And on the way home, we'll visit the Biltmore for Christmas time and see it decorated and lit up. Um, so that one is right after Thanksgiving, November 27th to December 1st, three nights um, in Dollywood and then another night in Asheville. So you get to see the Biltmore. And that's a real, if you want to be in the holiday spirit, that sounds like you really will feel very Christmassy there. I mean, 
I just hear a Dolly Parton song and my spirits are picked up. So add Christmas on top of that and I just feel like a whole new whole new magical level. I just see Dolly and my spirits get picked up. No. <laughs> but that's I'm just saying that. That's, <laughs> and that's I'll actually be in Asheville in two weeks from now, so I will have full inside scoop and photos and we're gonna okay. go visit the Biltmore and I might even been, be calling in in a few weeks That'd from be good. there. That'd be good. It's going to be a candlelight evening tour for the Biltmore. That sounds nice. Yeah. Yes. So that's what they kind of dim all the lights in the rooms and have the candles in the window and Christmas trees in every room. So it's just a really nice way to see the Biltmore at the holidays. So that sounds really, really cool. Your big trip is really, well, I say your big trip, but one every year, a big trip is the Nashville Country Christmas. And that's my personal favorite. Um, I've done it four or five times now, and I'm doing it again this year. I love nashville at christmas and even if you're not a country music fan it's more than country music so yes you do get to visit the ryman and studio b and do a backstage tour at the opry but it's more than country music artists that perform there so you're getting to see everything in the background of music and where like the opry started and then we get to do the vince gill amy grant christmas show which is always fabulous the christmas show at the opry which has four or five different entertainers. And you spend all four nights at the Opryland Resort, which is just beautiful. Yeah. My favorite place. So you've done this multiple times. Yes. I would move to Nashville. That's would you really? It's one of my lists. It's on, it's, it's it's on it, the list. <laughs> if they said you have to stay, you cannot go home. You go, well, if I okay. have to, I have to. I, just, I would <laughs> stay there. All right. That's going to be um, looking Des- for dates. December 12th December to the 12th. 16th. Okay. All right, so that sounds good, too. Uh, Bill talked last week, but let's talk again. You're going to be uh, spending Christmas in Texas some, for some folks. Yes, so if you've done Nashville and stayed at the Opryland Resort, you could now do Texas and stay at the Gaylord Texan, the other Opryland Resort. Um, we're going to do two nights there, which is in Dallas, and see you know South Fork Ranch from the TV show, go to Fort Worth, the Magnolia Markets with Chip and Joanna Gaines. They won't be there, but their stuff will be there. Um, and How then, do you know? How do you know? I mean, they could. It they could be a surprise they visit. Show up. They might show up. That's true. Good point. I mean, you, just you, for you. You never know. You. you I never feel like know. Bill can pull those strings and have <laughs> Chip and Joanna Gain just waiting there as the bus pulls up. You know, there's this new um, app, Threads. It's a t- it's a Twitter type app that just came out yesterday, and my daughter-in-law kept looking for Joanna. She said, I'm looking for Joanna Gaines. And finally, like halfway through, she just got on the app. I'm, I'm going to friend her now or follow her, whatever you call it. She was looking for Joanna Gaines. Yeah. So that, those people are really popular. They really are. And I was not on the bandwagon at first. And then they started selling their stuff at Target. Oh. And that is my stress relief as I go to Target and I shop. And I'm like, this is cute. And this is cute. And here it's all Chip and Joanna Gaines. So I am now a fan and Someday we'll make it to the Magnolia Markets. We talked a lot about this last week with Bill, so I don't want to overdo it again. But there are a couple of things that I would really enjoy in this Texas trip. Number one is I would love to go to Dallas. the uh, <laughs> Not Dallas the city, but the the TV show uh, set, South Fork Ranch. Mm-hmm. That would be fun. That would be, for me, I grew up with Dallas. That would be fun. That's what, that is not my top choice in this, but I've never seen that What's show. What's your top choice? My top choice would be San Antonio and the River Walk. That's yeah, where I, I, that's top of my list. I have heard <laughs> such wonderful things about that River Rock, mm-hmm. uh, River Walk. I've never done it, but they, it sounds like a great thing to mm-hmm. do. But I think had I grown up with Dallas, I would have a different feel. Who shot JR? Yeah, that's grew up with that, I'm telling you. Um, you're also doing a Greenbrier holiday trip. I don't know what is included in that. My uh, grandson uh, went, his parents took him to a Greenbrier holiday last year and sent so many pictures back. Boy, the Greenbrier does it right. They really do. They as well decorate from floor to ceiling for Christmas inside outside there's trees in the front yard that are lit up Um, they have different special holiday events so that one we actually just go and spend three nights there so we actually you have time on your own we don't really include anything while we're there just so that you can decide well do I want to go do the carriage ride or do I want to just do I want to go golf and you know 30 degree weather do i want to go to the indoor pool today do i want to go to the afternoon tea so we let that one first of all you got to go to the afternoon tea true if you're the green bro you got to go to the (laughs) afternoon tea come on that is a that's a tradition yes but maybe on day two you've had enough tea and now you want to go on the carriage ride (laughs) i um i don't know what all they have but i know that um they have so many again I, i only know this because of what my my kids and my grandson did 
just so many different things there during the holidays that you can choose to take advantage of. It really is. And every time that we do a flyer or a mailer, I run out of room to list all the things Thanks that the Greenbrier offers. It's like, I this would take a whole page to list it. So there is a lot to do there. Um, they have nightly movies in the theater. They do have the historical tours as well and the bunker tours. So whether it's Christmas themed or not Christmas, I have not. Yeah, I have. It's really... Bob, have you ever been to the bunker in the Greenbrier? I have not. It's an, it is an experience. Um, of course, it's not used now, but to think about this is where Congress went, the president went. This, in the event of the nuclear attack that we all were worried about in the 50s and 60s, you went inside the mountain of the Greenbrier, and uh, it's, a, it's a fascinating tour to take. That's, I want to see it. Yeah. I, my bucket list is very long. <laughs> <laughs> um, that is uh, in mid-December, the Greenbrier trip. Uh, again, should be a lot of fun if you have never never been to the Greenbrier at Christmas. Uh, th- it's just one of those places where there's a real spirit of Christmas, a real feeling of Christmas. There is, and it's one that's close to home, so it's not too long of a bus ride there and back. Um, so I know some people you know, worry, well, I don't want to travel around Christmas because I need to bake and I need to shop. Well, this is a quick trip and a quick getaway that still gets you in the holiday spirit. Yeah, but it'll, it'll, it'll definitely get you in the holiday I wonder... Um, I wonder if Jim Justice will be there, like, doing Santa Claus. You know, if we can get Chip and Joanna in Texas. <laughs> Why we'll not Jim Justice Exactly. <laughs> Bob, we got to work on that? we got to work on that? Baby get, dog, too. Get, get Jim and baby dog. Uh, I, can pic- <laughs> I can picture Jim Justice doing a Santa Claus thing. Can't you picture that, Bob? I can. I can. <laughs> yes, I can. And, and baby dog with a set of, like, elf ears mm-hmm. on him, and baby dog will be the – I'm telling you right now. We got to get that word to the governor. I think he should. I do, think we could make this happen. I think it'd be, it'd be a day of uh, <laughs> governor, the governor Santa Claus Day. Yes. Anyways, that looks like a lot of fun. Uh, what else you got on Christmas in July? We got for our one day or shorter trips. We're gonna do. There's a Michael Bublé tribute concert in Sugar Creek. Okay. Um, so we're gonna go over to Sugar Creek, give you plenty of time to shop. Um, for everything that you might need, this one's November 29th, so right after Thanksgiving, and then an evening. Tribute. He's the number one Michael Bublé tribute singer. I love Michael Bublé. Me too. I love that style. Yes, and that's what it... um, My sisters actually saw Michael Bublé in concert in Pittsburgh last year and said it was fantastic. And they're like, he should do just a Christmas-only concert. You're doing here's the closest thing. And you're doing a a Holiday Pops in Pittsburgh too, right? Yes. So the Pittsburgh Symphony Orchestra, that one's December 17th. And that one is another one that sells out instantly. Because the Pittsburgh Symphony does a wonderful job of the Christmas tunes. And if you're good, the whole crowd is good. Santa might appear there. Ho, ho, ho. So you get a lot of, we include a brunch on that one as well that's really nice. So that one is the Sunday before Christmas as a one-day trip, December 17th. 8.50, 10 to the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show, our Uniglobal Highlight Travel Show underway. Jennifer is here with us this morning. Uh, every year I am asked about the New York Express trips. It isn't really a trip in the sense of everybody gets together and goes and looks at one thing or another thing, but it's uh, a lot of people enjoy that just up and back, a chance to get to New York City for a day, see the sights, maybe catch a show, certainly do some shopping. Uh, so you do have a New York Express this year. We do. It'll leave Friday night, December 1st at 11 p.m., and we drive through the night. Hopefully you get a little bit of sleep because we arrive about 8 a.m. and you have from 8 a.m. to 11 p.m. in New York on your own. So you can go see the tree. You can go to Times Square. You can go see the Rockettes. Um, you have time to catch a show. Catch a show. You could do three or four shows in the day if that's all you wanted to do. Um, that's it. We don't leave till 11 p.m. so that if you do an evening 7 or 8 o'clock show, you're not going to miss the Still bus. Still have time to get back to the bus. Uh, one of the things that a lot of people ask me about these New York Expresses, because you are on your own, well, I don't know what to do. I don't know where to go. But you guys are offering some advice and suggestions. And usually, as I understand it, little groups of folks will form, say, well, listen, you know, I'd like to go to the Empire State Building. Why don't we all go? And they'll, so, but if you don't, aren't sure about what to do, you'll get some guidance. We do. We have a couple people that when they go to the New York Express and they've never been, they'll come in and make an appointment beforehand and say, okay, here's what I want to do. And we might say, oh, that's a lot for a day because yeah, yeah. it's on you know, six different sides of the city and you have to take 10 different subway rides. So um, Georgette and Christy in our office have been to New York 
countless times. I mean, they know it like the back of their hand. Um, so they're very good at giving recommendations. And then if you've been to New York before and you're just on the bus and say, you know what, how do I get to the Empire State Building? Or, you know, do you know how much it costs and this and that? We do, as we're riding the bus and get close to the city, talk about some of the highlights. We get provide everybody a map. Um, it has details on the subway system, local highlights. So you're not, even though you're on your own, you're not on your own. It is important for people who do this, though, to remember uh, New York City, it's not like going from a 10th Street to 14th Street in Wheeling. I mean, not it's a, at I, all. I, I've known people say, well, I want to go to the Empire State Building and then I want to go to uh, uh, downtown shopping and I want to go to Broadway. And it's like, uh, hold on a minute. You, you get a get from one yep. place to another, and it isn't as easy as just walking down the street as you think. The first time that I took my husband with me to on the express, he has a cousin that lives there. He's like, well, let's go see him. And he's telling me, you know, same thing. It's 10th to 14th. I'm like, that's a lot of blocks. We can do it. We can walk. I looked so unpresentable by the time we got there because I'm like bundled up cold, but you're sweating because you're walking. And I was like, we should have done a cab or an uber or subway or something so yes it's even though it looks close it's very far apart well bob and i walked new york a couple times bob had to leave me behind <laughs> i i told him go save yourself i can't make it any further <laughs> call the e-car i'll wait for them here it was a uh, It's a long, long walk sometimes around New York. It is. And we do this in early December before it gets very crowded. Because there was one year we went closer to Christmas. And my sister and I couldn't get to the Rockefeller tree. No, The the way that the streets were blocked off because there was the santa 5k that day or something and the streets are blocked off and they made you cross and go down two blocks (laughs) and then go this way a block and then come back and finally we gave up my sister's like i don't even care to see the tree anymore i'm hungry let's go and we never made it (laughs) it's a tree so now i learned to go to the tree first right as you get off the bus because no one is there and it's still lit up so yeah, it's and those are the kinds of little pieces of advice that will be helpful that you can get on the bus when you go. Yes. But a lot of people, I, I'm serious, a lot of people do ask me about this New York Express because if you want to get to New York, shopping is certainly good in New York or just catch a couple of sites. It's a good way to do it. You Basically, you sleep on the bus and then your your day is, is to yourself and yes. do whatever you want to do. It's a great idea. Um, 8.54, 6 till the hour on the Watchdog Morning Show. Let's shift gears just for a minute, and I know we want to talk about some sports things, but first of all, uh, you do have some theater shows coming up this fall. It's probably worth taking a mention of. We do, because um, theater is another one that, not to like hardcore push sales, but they sell out too, and even though the show isn't until October, November, December, we have to buy the tickets in July and August. Right. So we have Moulin Rouge coming up um, October 8th, um, and that is, you know, the traditional Moulin Rouge, the Bohemians, the aristocrats, um, everything you want, October 8th. And then on November 5th, we're doing The Wiz. So if you're a Wizard of Oz fan, this is a twist. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not The Wizard of Oz. It's, it's not, The Wiz. But it's a twist on it that is very intriguing and upbeat. It has soul, gospel, rock. Um, a little bit of everything to it. So that one's going to be really good November 5th. And then the one I'm most excited for on December 3rd is Mrs. Doubtfire. So I didn't know they did a Broadway show of that. Yes, it just came or out. A, a, a stage show of some kind. Yeah, yeah, a year or two ago is when it hit Broadway in New York. And then it got, uh, I, I think it's still open. Don't quote me on that part. But um, it then but moved to the, the touring. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that one's really excited. It is based just on the movie, which a lot of people love and um, you get the, I'm sure it'll be one full of laughs, yeah, more, sounds, more yeah. laughs than music, but still a good, good show. Those are all coming up this fall. Uh, looks like some good things are coming up next year as well. Just, uh, looking ahead to 2024. Um, I have often walked down this street before, but my pavement always stayed beneath my feet before my fair lady. I'm doing a, I love when I get you to sing on a show, and it's like the third song today. It's great. I'm getting married in the morning. <laughs> Ding dong, the bells are going to chime. Pull out the stopper and let's have a whopper. Get me to the church on time. They'll do it, Bob, probably, you know, better on the stage up there. I think Bob's tuning us out. <laughs> Yes, uh, but My Fair Lady, we're doing a bus trip there February 4th of next year. That should be fun. Mama mm. Mia, I've seen that several times. It's a good show. 
that's that's the one Company I'll start Company is one of my favorite shows. I, I, I've seen movie i've never seen a broadway show of a company i love company it's a good show hmm. and that's what that one's going to be really good i watched the preview of it and it kind of takes a 21st century twist on the original company in the movie oh, so okay. right. it'll be a really unique show to watch okay. only a couple minutes left and we probably should at least do a quick mention of some of the sporting things that are coming up uh i know bill always works hard to put together some good sports trips Yes, and that's what we have WVU at Penn State coming up over Labor Day weekend, so a two-night trip, September 1st to the 3rd. Um, it includes the two-nights hotel, the bus, and the game ticket, um, and then you're on your own to explore the, the valley there for the rest of the time. That one still has some space left. And then we're working on WVU will be playing Ohio State in basketball December 30th in Cleveland. They haven't released the tickets yet, but we are holding three buses because that's what we took the last time this game happened a couple years ago. Um, so we're still working on that one. But if you're interested, Penn State's open, ready to book. Ohio State, we have an interest list. And then Bill's been working on his spring training for next year. We haven't even hit the All-Star game this year, but son of a gun, Bill's working on spring, spring training, training next year. <laughs> so spring training next March, uh, 14th to the 19th, because it goes over St. Patrick's Day. They always do something fun there. Um, back to Bradenton Beach do four or five ball games once that schedule comes out. But the, the dates are held, the hotel is held, um, and then we're also working on a Steeler trip. So we're going to do Steelers and Indy in December, and that one will be two nights as well. So for any of you who are interested in any of these uh, trips, the sports trips, the uh, theater shows, uh, the Ron Retzer crew still has a few seats available uh, for the uh, tour, the dinner, the entertainment up there in Pittsburgh on the on the. Uh, it's not the Gateway Clipper, Riverboat but it's Explorer. the Explorer. So any of these things, call Uniglobe 304-232-5171. But right now, it's Christmas in July. Christmas in July. There's lots of good stuff going on, and you have special giveaways and things going on, too. So yes. check out Christmas in July and anything else you want at Uniglobe Ohio Valley Travel. Jennifer, always good talking to you. Thanks a lot. Yes, thank you, Howard. It's about 9 o'clock here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Me, I will go on. Maybe I'll settle down Maybe I'll just sleep down Maybe I'll have some fun Maybe I'll meet someone and make him mine Me, I'll be just fine AM 1600 WKKX Wheeling FM 97.7 AM 1370 WVLY Moundsville From ABC News I'm Derek Dennis, a lower-than-expected jobs report this morning from the federal government. The U.S. economy added 209,000 jobs in June, slightly lower than the expected 240,000 jobs. Slower growth could lead the Federal Reserve.